Welcome to the Boost Your Metabolism After Age 30 podcast. I'm Joe. And I'm Allison, and we're your co-hosts and the founders of Couture Fitness and Lifestyle Coaching. We're on a quest to help women design lives they love and bodies they adore. We were fed up with the dieting industry and decided to create something different. We're starting a calories up revolution where women are nourished, their metabolisms are healed, and their bodies and brains start working for them in the battle against weight loss. If you feel like your metabolism is wrecked and you want to lose weight once and for all, you are in the right place. Hello, everyone. This is Joe. So today we're going to be talking about the holidays and having a plan for the holidays. Allison, how are you doing? Do you have all your holiday shopping done? I mostly do. I am an extreme planner and I like to do everything as far in advance as possible. So yes, I have actually done um, a lot of my shopping and really I don't have, I don't have a lot to do. I would say we don't do a ton of gifts in my family, so I don't have a ton of people to buy for, but I do have some and yes, I'm mostly done. How about you? Haven't even started. It's always my goal to be done before Thanksgiving. And then of course I don't ever start until after Thanksgiving. So no, it'll (laughs) probably, I don't wait till the total last minute, but, um, it's usually a stressful experience. So I need to get going. There's it. shortages. There's toy shortages this year. Oh, which is crazy. <laughs> my kids are teenagers. So hopefully okay, you don't have to care about that. I don't know. I don't know if that will apply to like, you know, older kid things, but <laughs> I, I'm sure they want money and computer or something or another. So, right. (laughs) okay. So a question that we get a lot this time of year is how to maneuver the holidays. It's something that seems to cause a lot of stress and anxiety for our clients. And I'm sure many others, a lot of people think that they have to throw their health and weight loss goals out the window once Halloween hits, but that's definitely not the case. And we're going to discuss some common obstacles people face during the holidays and strategies for overcoming them. Allison, what do you think the obstacles are that make the, the holidays so hard? I think there's a lot of them. So number one, just holiday meals. I mean, Thanksgiving is a big meal. Um, a lot of people have multiple, you know, other like Christmas and other holiday meals that they have to go to. So it might not just mean, okay, one big meal and yeah, sure. I might overeat at that one meal. No big deal. Um, but they might have you know, five or or more um, big holiday meals. So that, um, feeling stressed out about that. Um, Parties, there's always food and drinks at different holiday parties. Um, A lot of people have multiple parties that they, you know, that they go to. So that's another thing. Just feeling like you might miss out on things. So you could be stressed out to the point where um, you don't, you just don't want to go somewhere because you, you know, you don't want to deal with the, all the holiday food. And then you feel like you're missing out on things. So that is, can be another stressor. Um, just feeling like you have less time um, when you've got, you know, more events to go to, just being stressed out, feeling like you have less time might just mean that you, you know, you skip your workouts because you're tired or you haven't planned for them and you just feel like you don't have time for them. And then also it's just getting 
darker and colder outside and it's it's really just a lot harder to be generally active we are very big here at couture fitness on what we call neat so non-exercise activity thermogenesis and that's just any activity that you get in your day that's not like planned out exercise it's not like okay i went to the gym and ran on the treadmill and lifted weights it's all the other things that you do that can really really add up and it's a lot harder to get in that activity when it's just dark and cold outside so those are some oh and there's probably a lot more that I'm not thinking of, just some of the obstacles that we face around the holidays. So Joe, do you have some strategies for us that can make the holidays a little bit less harrowing? I do. I have six in fact. And so the first is what I call beginning with the end in mind. And just for a second, as we enter this holiday season, try to put morality aside and what you should do or shouldn't do and being good or not being good. And just think about the result you want to create when November and December are past. And then really step back and think about how you'll need to think and feel and what you'll have to do to achieve that result. We generally think of clients in a couple of phases. One, a dieting phase where they're cutting calories and actively trying to lose weight. And we always say we want people to be in that phase for as little time as possible. And then a second phase that we see clients or we think of clients as being in is in a maintenance or improvement phase where they aren't actively trying to lose weight. So if you are in the middle of a dieting phase or a phase where you are trying to lose weight and you want to continue doing that over the holidays, I think you just have to probably accept that you're going to have to be a little more disciplined during the holiday season, avoid alcohol for the most part, and be judicious with your holiday treats. And then if you are in a maintenance or improvement phase, then that means you're going to probably have a little more relaxed approach to the holidays. We personally at Couture Fitness think the holidays are a great time to invest in your metabolism and to put those extra holiday calories to work and go lift some heavy weights and get stronger during the holiday season. But there really is no right or wrong answer. It's all about the results you want to see on January 1st. So what I would say is what I call take yourself out of purgatory, make a decision about what you want to happen or what you want to see when you wake up on January 1st, whether that's weight loss or just maintaining your weight, like your reasons and live with the consequences. So if you decide to diet through the holidays, don't spend all of your emotional energy bemoaning the fact that you're missing a bunch of treats and, and drinks and those sorts of things. Life is going to go on. It's just one holiday season. You might be in a position that you can enjoy those things in the next holiday season. If you decide to stay in a maintenance or improvement phase during the holidays, then the converse of that is don't throw a big pity party when you get on the scale and it stays the same or goes up a little. Again, life is going to go on. So I just say, decide what you want to happen at the end of the holidays and then behave accordingly and don't spend a lot of mental or emotional energy, you know, wishing it were the other way. My second strategy is to keep prioritizing your protein. During the holidays, protein usually goes down while fat and carbs tend to go up. And even those of us who have been tracking our macros and living this lifestyle for a long time have to make an effort to get in all the protein. So keep aiming to hit your protein targets. You know, if you're, if you're, if you're working with us, you know what those are. If you don't work with us, we say a rule of thumb is to try and get in at least 100 grams of protein. 
but you're gonna to wanna to front load it in the day um, and have easy portable protein sources like protein powders and protein bars available. And keeping your protein intake up is gonna help you curb hunger. It'll stabilize your blood sugar as you are maybe having some extra holiday treats and it's gonna preserve your muscle mass during these few months of the holiday season. Allison, I know you have some great ideas for doing this. What might Christmas Day or Thanksgiving Day look like for you or a day where you know you have a holiday party to go to? How, how would you strategize that day? Sure. So I would definitely do what you said and try to maybe front load a little bit more protein. So I'll try to go through maybe what I would actually eat. So let's just say on, on Christmas Day, um, let's say I know I'm going to have a really big, amazing family dinner. And there's going to be all kinds of, you know, amazing food and desserts at that meal that I really want to be able to have. So for breakfast, I might eat something. And this is, this is very common breakfast for me pretty much every day, like an egg with some egg whites that will get me a lot of protein. I like to have some veggies with that. I actually like to eat veggies with breakfast. I know that's probably a little bit uncommon, at least in the United States, but I love to have vegetables with my breakfast. So I'll have like either tomato or maybe some roasted Brussels sprouts or some chopped up zucchini or mushrooms in my egg as like a scramble. It's not like I avoid carbs or anything before I, I go out to have a bigger meal because otherwise I'll just end up feeling deprived and hungry and probably gorge myself. So I will still have my two pieces of toast with my breakfast. So I might do that, probably still have a, a small morning snack, maybe like a protein bar. And I'll, I'll try to do the same thing for lunch where I keep it a little bit more high protein. I'll try to fill up on some veggies and maybe some leaner protein um, like chicken or fish or turkey. And I will still have some sort of carbs with it, maybe some fruit. And then I will have a lot of calories left over to where I can really indulge in some good food for a holiday meal. One of my best tips, especially when I'm dieting, or I guess it's two things that I do if I am, if I'm dieting is I will fill up on veggies. So if I were going to a party and I knew that I didn't want to completely just go to town and, and overeat like crazy. I would first fill up on vegetables just so I'm not starving and feel like I need to gorge myself. And then I would try to eat slowly. That is for me, that is like my best tip. If I am eating slowly, I feel like I'm getting more food than I am if I just ate that same exact meal quickly. So fill up on veggies, eat slowly, and then pick the one or two things that you want to enjoy at that meal. If you know that somebody's bringing your favorite dessert, then have that favorite dessert. Don't deprive yourself, but don't think that you can have five servings of dessert and three alcoholic beverages and an appetizer that you don't even really love. You're just having it because it's sitting in front of you. Pick the couple of things that you know you really, really really want to enjoy and just tell yourself that you will have those other things another time. It's not like you're telling yourself you can never have them. You're just going to have them on a different day. So that's how I would handle a holiday. Yeah. I would think I would use a similar strategy. I, I don't do well when I like try to not eat all day. I just roll into those dinner or party situations, starving and want to eat everything. Cause I'm actually very, very hungry. So I would, if I had a big party or a big meal to go to, I would probably follow a similar strategy. My Breakfast would probably be a large egg white scramble with lots of like spinach and red pepper and vegetables. I would probably eat a morning snack of Greek yogurt with some fruit, probably um, maybe some protein powder mixed in there to again, front load that protein. Lunch would probably be some sort of turkey sandwich or like maybe turkey with rice cakes um, and some carrots and celery and some vegetables. And then I, 
I haven't done the math on this. My guess is that I would have over a thousand calories to roll into that Thanksgiving or holiday meal or party. And that that's a lot. So that's, and I probably wouldn't get real worked up about tracking <laughs> that meal um, because, you know, that just sounds annoying to me. I guess if I were in a real strict dieting phase, I might, but otherwise I wouldn't a thousand calories is, you know, it's going to be hard, frankly, to probably eat through that unless I had like 12 glasses of wine and three plates of food, (laughs) which we'll talk about next, which is um, my um, third tip is to use what I call the hunger scale. So this is a really helpful strategy, especially at holiday meals and parties where there's a lot of enticing food. And it's very simple. You just stop eating when you feel satiated. And so this way you can try all the delicious foods and stay mostly on plan. A little rule of thumb I have for myself is, you know, I allow myself like one plate of food and I can put whatever I want on that plate and I eat it and, but there's no need to like stuff or gorge myself or go be belly up to the buffet the whole day or the whole party. It's just one plate, one dessert, and maybe a two, one or two drinks. And then, and then I'm done. And the rest of the time really is for connecting with friends and family and um, enjoying the non-food aspects of whatever holiday gathering I'm at. My next tip is to plan your treats and drinks for the holiday season. So, you know, we all have special things that we love to enjoy during the holidays. For some people, you know, those foods are, are part of what make the holidays so special. So I would say decide ahead of time what special holiday drinks and treats you want to have and just enjoy them. So that might be pumpkin spice lattes, you know, once November starts. I personally think that pumpkin spice and coffee is a very strange mixture. <laughs> I don't like it. I think it's disgusting. <laughs> but I do love pumpkin pie. So I will definitely be planning to have a piece of pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. But, you know, have one or two of those treats during the season. It doesn't mean that you have to have that treat every single day. So if pumpkin spice lattes are your thing during the holidays, have them a couple of times. It doesn't mean you hit the Starbucks every day and have to have one every day. And frankly, if you sort of savor those treats, they're probably going to be more meaningful and special to you than if you are in the Starbucks drive-through every day getting your peppermint mocha. So that's that tip. My fifth tip is don't ditch the gym. Unless you don't have access to a gym, like if you're traveling for the holidays and you you know, aren't going to be in a place where you have a gym. Um, I wouldn't worry about it in that case and take it as a deload week. We actually already have some clients reaching out to us who are going to be at their parents or traveling, and we are making up some body weight um, resistance training plans for them. You could do that. But otherwise, try to stay in your regular exercise routine as best you can. There's no need to get neurotic. Yes, the gym is probably going to be closed on Thanksgiving and maybe Christmas Day, maybe New Year's Day. But other than that, there's really nothing special about the holidays that means that you should skip working out. I mean, I, if, you're, if you're just taking the entire holiday season off um, from the gym, that, that's probably an excuse. I just can't think of any real thing that's going on in the holidays that should get in the way of your workout routine. And, you know, frankly, working out is often a good stress reliever and a great way to escape annoying family members. (laughs) What are your thoughts about ditching the gym during the holidays, Allison? 
I agree with you. I do not ditch the gym. And if I have like a day off of work, I honestly think it's, it's even easier to fit in gym time. I'm an early morning exerciser and I can sleep later and and still get it in. So no, I definitely just stick to my regular workout routine. But again, I don't freak out if it's like, and I I just work out in my basement. So my gym is always open. I can go to the basement whenever I want to, but you know, I've gone, I've worked out in a gym before. And if it's closed, you just say, this is my off day today. Or if you're traveling, you just say, okay, this is going to be a recovery week. And we do need those recovery weeks. And so planning it around a time when you know you are going to be traveling and you won't have gym access, it's not like you're straying from your plan, that recovery week can just be a part of your plan. We all need a break sometime, but don't, don't take, you know, don't say you're going to take four weeks off. You're not going to stop working out. You know, once Thanksgiving starts all the way through the new year, that is not good. So I agree with you. I just, I keep working out the same as always, honestly. Yeah. And I think if you're doing that, there, there's probably some all or nothing thinking going on mm-hmm. and it's, it's not, there's not a real true reason that you need to just abandon your workouts during the holidays. And like I said earlier, you know, we view the holidays as a great time to, you know, calories are probably going to be up, put those calories to work in the gym. You can use actually your holiday workouts to lift a little heavier, do some more reps and put those calories to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And then my last tip is what we call take a hike. So as, as Allison mentioned, We are big fans of neat exercise at Couture Fitness. It is one of the pillar habits that we ask our clients to establish. So it is darker earlier, it's colder out, but try and get some walks in. Yoga really counts as neat, Pilates. Try to get any sort of movement that you can in throughout the day. Like I said, it's hard this time of year with the cold and, and getting darker earlier. So Try and get out in the middle of the day if you can and just get a short little walk in the sunshine. That will probably do wonders for your spirits and is really going to help with a lot of things during the holiday season. And I would say especially on holidays, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, if you celebrate it, try to go out and get a walk in before or after your meal. You are going to feel really good and all that fresh air is going to be really great for you. I bet it might change decisions about how you eat during your holiday meal as well. Um, I was just going to say that one thing for me, if I know, like I'm, I'm sitting in front of this big buffet of, you know, never ending holiday food. If I just get out and away from that food and take a walk, I am much less likely to just pick at it than I would be if I was just sitting there in front of it. So yeah, it can definitely help you to not overeat also. Yeah. But mostly we're, we're big fans of the Teddy Roosevelt philosophy of just doing what you can when you can with what you've got. We see that perfectionistic thinking more than anything is what really tends to derail people. And it, it truly, it leads to nothing but self-sabotage. And there's just no need to get super worried or freaked out that you're not going to be perfect through the holidays. No one is, and, and it's not required to stay on top of your fitness and weight loss goals. Those were awesome tips. So now we know what we should do. Do you have some advice, Joe, on how to actually make this happen? Some mindset advice for the holidays? I really, really think it does go back to begin, you know, think about what you want to accomplish and what you want the results to be on January 1st. 
you know, take away, I think when we get into like morality, you know, like what you should do or what a good person would do during the holidays, or, you know, I shouldn't go crazy at the holiday parties and Thanksgiving and Christmas meals. All that does is just put a bunch of pressure on you and there's no need for it. So decide what result you want to create during these holidays like your reasons. And then, you know, like I said, every, every decision we make has a consequence. So if your decision is to pursue a a weight loss phase during the holidays, that that's going to mean you're going to give up some treats and drinks, and you're going to just have to be more disciplined. If you don't care about that and want to be in a maintenance phase or an improvement phase, then that probably means, like I said, the scale is not going to go down. It may stay the same. It may go a little bit up, but like your reasons, and be okay with the results. Cool. Good tip. Okay. So we like to end talking about some of our favorite foods that we've been having lately. So Joe, what is a food or, or two or drink that you are going to plan to fit into your diet around the holidays? Definitely pumpkin pie at Thanksgiving. My mother-in-law makes this amazing whipped pumpkin pie that has a coconut crust. It's so, so good. So I will definitely be having a piece of that. And then my favorite holiday treat are iced sugar cookies. So um, there's a place here in Kansas City that has the best iced sugar cookies. And I think I will definitely be going there a couple times, getting them and maybe having them with a cup of tea there. That sounds really good to me. What about you? I like a lot of things, most of them involving chocolate as always. But one thing I know I want to have, and I need to remind my mom to make sure she makes this for the holidays, seven layer bars. I don't know if you've ever had those. There's probably various recipes for seven layer bars, but the ones my mom makes, I'll try, I'll do my best to remember everything that's in them. It's like sweetened condensed milk, which is extremely calorically dense, butter, graham crackers. And I think that's the, I think butter and graham crackers is like the crust. Then it's like sweetened condensed milk, a variety of different chocolate chips and butterscotch chips, and then coconut on top. I think that's all the ingredients. That that must be seven. Um, And they are absolutely amazing and very, very high in calories. So I'm going to do my best to just have one. And I'm going to use my trick of eating it slowly. So I feel like I'm having more than just one. (laughs) So that's what I'm going to try to fit in. I think my mother-in-law makes those too, and they are amazing. I might have to fit one of those in too. (laughs) <laughs> so, okay. That's what we've got for you today. We, we really hope that you enjoy the holidays and are happy with whatever result you create from them. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye. That's what we've got for you today about how you can invest in your metabolism and start losing weight by eating more and exercising less. Trust us. You aren't too old and it's never too late. If you want to learn more about this topic, head over to our Facebook group, boost your metabolism after age 30. You can also follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Couture Fitness Coaching. And if you want to work with us, join us for our next 12-week session.